This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Money Talks. I'm Michelle McAdoo, in for Kevin Farrell, along with Nancy Lotrich-Anderson, Associate Professor of Finance at Mississippi College and President of New Perspectives, and Ryder Taft, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives. Well, today we're talking about scams. Everybody has heard about scams, and we're going to fill you in about the newest scams or the longest-running scams. The latest and greatest. Latest and greatest scams. Now, two important things to know. Never wire money to someone you don't know. And if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Now, we'll have information about all of those scams and take your personal finance questions. Give us a call this morning. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 You can also email the show to money at mpbonline.org. Okay, so let's dive right on in. Do we? I still haven't adjusted to the new time. <laughs> not quite there yet. I see Michelle. you a little foggy. Yeah, a little foggy. And then spring has started and everything Some people is have al- blooming. Do you deal yes. with allergies? Yes, yes. I thought I was adjusted to the new time, but then uh, last night around 7.30 or 8, I was just like, you know what? I could go to bed yeah. right now. <laughs> right now would be a great time to go to bed. Like, sun I just did. said. I kind of did. Yeah. Uh, you just feel a little more tired, don't you? You yeah. feel a little groggy yeah. and not something's not right. Maybe next week we'll catch up. Our bodies, our minds will catch up. I don't I'm know if it's our so. mind or our body or what. Well, Kevin Farrell is out today doing his yes, spelling. wonderful spelling bee. And uh, we were talking earlier off uh, air about his booklet, his huge Bible <laughs> that he has. All the words all the words and uh and it's live so i was telling him poetry out loud was i thought i was nervous on that and that was recorded he's mm-hmm. doing this live having to say all these big words or little and pronounce words them and pronounce them correctly yeah. and uh his pronunciation of the words affect the kids so it's really important that he knows what he's doing so how many kids do we have that I participated didn't ask him how many uh right i didn't ask him that i do know that it starts at 10 it's going to be live on MPB, so you guys can check in uh, right. live, and we, you can watch that with us. Also, it goes until the last one, so it can go to 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. Wow. MPB, right, TV. Not, of course, they and can't then, watch it on the radio. Then the winners go on to the next level. Is yes. that how it works? Uh, yes, they go on to, I guess this is state, and they go on to the national. Wow. And that's going to be fun. Maybe in Washington, I would say it's in Washington. The uh, Poetry Out Loud nationals it will be in Washington. So it's I'm fun excited. to watch it those, is. I'll say, children Yes, uh, do so well, and they're so impressive. Yes, very impressive. And then it's, it's sad, too, when you're rooting for someone and they don't you know, get a word. You're like, oh, you know. I know. <laughs> I get I know. invested you in feel the bad children. I do, I do. Speaking of feeling bad, uh Feeling bad for people who get scammed. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, you know, when Liz brought this to me, I'm like, are people actually still doing this? Mm-hmm. It's still happening. And as we talked uh, before, Michelle, the scammers are getting smarter, smarter, and smarter and they're finding new ways. And of course, what happens when we're busy and we're not as attentive, then we can easily get caught in one of these. Right. Especially with uh, accounts and your bank accounts mm-hmm. and uh, people calling you about uh, giving giving your account number over the phone. 
believe it or not, everyone knows here, I don't like ordering online. I like to walk in a store, buy my uh, stuff with a card or cash, and leave out with it. I still, I'm like the old person inside. I am not that old, but I don't feel comfortable. Oh, I order everything online. You do? Yes. (laughs) I mean, um, UPS knows me by name. (laughs) They make this regular stop at my house every evening. Um, It's wonderful. (laughs) And a lot of people are doing this. We we know about 12% of retail is happening online, and that's growing rapidly, and we're getting more comfortable with that. Um, So, yeah, you are putting your information out there, and what they're doing is they're creating sites that look like Amazon or Walmart, Best Buy, uh, Best Buy. some of these scary. that we are uh, are nationally known and we're used to using them, and so they catch us unaware. Right. Yeah, and that's something I've never been 100% comfortable with. A lot of sites will offer to save your credit card information for next time, um, and a lot of them are doing it by default now, and it's kind of you have to go back and delete your information, right. but that's always that's always an issue, especially when you're on you know a smaller site. Uh, it may be a legitimate site, but if it's a small company, um, and if it goes under or if it gets bought by somebody else, you don't know where your information starts going at that point. And that's my concern. The uh, Big companies have been compromised. So that's mm-hmm. my concern mm-hmm. uh, with giving information online, putting bank mm-hmm. account information and routing numbers and things like that. And when it happens to someone, people, and, uh, if it happened to you, give us a call. We'd like to hear how you managed through it because that is what the, the hardest part is, right. getting back mm-hmm. uh, on track, getting well, your money back. And, and one of the things like that, that people need to understand, there's a difference uh, between using a credit card and a debit card. And so if you use Mm -hmm. that card as a credit card, it's like taking out a loan. And so if there's a questionable um, expense on that card, you just don't pay. You can file a complaint. You can refuse to pay until it gets resolved. Um, If it's a debit card, that money is immediately taken out of your bank account. And then you have to go through the process to get the money back. So using credit is a little bit of a layer of protection. Is it what you suggest using credit? Well, I would, uh, especially if you're not sure about things. Now, the problem is um, the charge that occurs for the retailer, and they're going to pay more of every sale on a credit card versus a debit card. So if I if it's a local retailer and I know them, um, I'll go ahead and use my debit card. I have no problem with that. But if there's some question, then I'll use the credit card. Okay. All right. Well, this morning, again, we're talking about scams. If you're just tuning in, give us a call this morning at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. If you'd like to share uh, any of your scam stories or if you've been scammed, or you know someone who has, give us a call. Or if you've had that crazy, weird call and you didn't know what to do, we'll help you out today. We have our first caller on the phone. We have Robert from from Arkansas. Good morning, Robert. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Yeah, uh, I've, I've had a similar situation where I, well, I've had trouble with uh, keeping my money as far as just in a positive balance. So what I've learned over the years is, is put my expenses on uh, e and on those uh, refill cards and on those uh, e economy cards and everything. So in case it's something I'm iffy about or unsure, if I want to use it by some online or some cards that hey you have this, you can just give us this money here. I can use it on that card to um, access my main bank account. 
that's a good idea because uh, I guess you're talking about like a prepaid card where yeah, it's loaded, card, yeah. and so there's a limit to what you're exposed to. So if you only have a thousand dollars, they can only hit you for a thousand, right? Right. That's an interesting I idea. I like that. Yeah, it's kind of like the idea, you know, only only paying for it in cash. So if you give too much, you're just exactly. limited by what you had right yeah. there. We actually <laughs> had a caller on uh, Everyday Tech who called in. We talked about scams, and he said that's what he does. Online purchases, he just uses his reloadable Visa card or Mer- MasterCard. And oh, I went yeah, and bought I like one. that idea. I bought one, and that's what I do. So I feel a little bit. I'm not using my bank account, my checking mm-hmm. account. Mm-hmm. I'm using a card that I put $500 on. You know, on and I make purchases online with that card. I feel a little well, better. and and I'm thinking, you know, I use Amazon a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is, <laughs> yes, there is a way to um, load the Amazon account, so you can put a certain dollar amount okay. in the Amazon account and just use it until it uh, goes down you to zero. Down. Okay, that's a good idea. Thank you, uh, Robert, for that comment. And hopefully a lot of people will think about doing that as well mm-hmm. instead of using your own personal um, checking account, mm-hmm. personal card. Thank you, Robert. We're going to move on to Columbia, Mississippi, and speak Ooh. with Sam. Good morning, Sam. Hi, how's it going? Doing great. You have a question or comment this morning? Well, I actually have a little story that happened to a friend of mine. Um, he was actually at a university school when this um he was going to the school, and so what happened was he was looking for a job, and he went through their website, and uh, he applied for this job. And this uh, company, I forgot the name of it, was like, okay, all you have to do is order supplies for our company and ship them off on our on our path. And so they ended up sending my friend a check telling him to deposit it into his account and then take some money and uh, send it, uh, Western Union, and um, yeah, I sent it to a Oof. partner in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And so um, when he told me, I was like, yo, you need to take that to the bank and, and let them decide if that's a real check or not. And he, he was like, well, I just scanned it. You know, you use your little app, your your uh, bank app, you can scan the check. Hmm. He was like, well, it took. I was like, bro, you, you still should check on that because that sounds very mm-hmm. damaged to me. Well, he failed to do so, and um, when he took that money and sent it to uh, he sent it to Walmart, uh, he sent like eight hundred dollars. And within the next day, his account was locked, and um, they told him he has been scammed. And uh, the guy that sent it, because he was talking to him on the phone, was like, "I don't understand." He said he had some type of African dialect, and. Um, yeah, he had to pay that back big time. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, yes, Nigerian <laughs> prince uh, scam. We heard about that one. And actually, um, our producer Liz gave us a list of scams. That is one of the largest ones, counterfeit check scams. They say yeah. it's your lucky day. You won this money. They send you this check, and they want you to deposit the check in your account, and it hits your money. I don't actually yeah. understand how that so, works. So there are a couple of technical things going on under here that might be useful to, to think about. A check you can take a check to a bank, stick it in there, and no check, uh, banks love to advertise your money will be ready the next day. It actually takes, I think, nine days for a check to clear. It is the slowest way to put money in your account. It's the fastest way to like appear to put money in your account, but it is actually the slowest way to put money in your account. A wire takes, I mean, like half of a second, and it's done. And so... When you receive a check, 
and then wire some money out. You don't have that money for a whole nine uh, right. days. Like there are different time, there are different amounts of time for various reasons for all the different ways you can transfer money. You know, like a debit card or a credit card transaction usually clears out within a day or so. You know, a, a, uh, an ACH transfer usually uh, is a technically it's a three day period. They're cutting that down to overnight. Um, wires are immediate. And typically irrevocable unless you can essentially the process for getting a wire back is your bank has to call the other bank and say, hey, man, we uh, we uh, really want that money back. <laughs> and they just have to like sweet talk them into it. Right. Um, that's the process. And that's that's tough uh, with with a check. You can deposit a check and just you just have to wait for nine days, even if your bank lets you use the money. It's nine days uh, that that you don't actually have that money. Oh, so that's wow. that's how those scams work. Is they give you a they give you money the slow way, and then they take it away the fast way, and then they cancel the check. Oh my God! Well, Sam, um, I hope your friend learned his lesson, and he should have listened yeah. to you. <laughs> yes, Definitely. and and that's the thing: the check can be legitimate. They still have nine days to cancel it um, oh, because wow. sometimes banks will call the other bank and say, "Hey, we've got a check for a hundred dollars. Is there a hundred dollars in this account?" The bank says, "Yep, good to go." They cash the check. The bank acts like it's there, but. That person has nine days to cancel that check. And the unfortunate thing about this is the person that called him gets away with murder and yeah. does it over and over and over again. Yeah. Poor, unsuspecting college student, you know, wanting to get it's, a job. It's back to what you said when it's too good to be true. Mm -hmm. You know, you just need to uh, make sure you check it out. And that should make your ears perk up immediately and be suspicious. And like, listen, listen to your inner voice. If something inside you is saying this is not right, it's probably not right. Exactly. Well, thank, your best friend. <laughs> thank you, Sam. Oh, yeah. Oh, your best friend. I like that. Thank right. you, Sam, for calling in. We're going to take our first break, and um, we're going to continue our discussion about scams when we get back. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring if you'd like to be a part of this conversation. Again, that's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four seven four seven four six four, 7464 or send us an email to money at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio. If you're enjoying this podcast from Money Talks about scams, we invite you to listen to MPB's Everyday Tech episode from October 4th, 2017. You can find that on mpbonline.org slash everydaytech or download it wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to an MPB Think Radio program. Welcome back. If you missed part of this show, visit mpbonline.org slash money talks to listen again. You can also download the MPB 
public radio app and listen on your phone or Android phone on demand. Well, today we're talking about scams with help from Mississippi Attorney General's list of popular ways folks are being cheated out of their money. Now, we've had some great calls um, before the show, before the break. They talked about a few scams. One of our friends called in and said his friend should have listened to him. Again, we say listen to your voice first and now listen to your best friend. Yes. Um, Again, we're talking about scams. To be a part of this show, please give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to money at mpbonline.org. We're going to go back to the phone lines and move to Brookhaven now and speak with Paul. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. You have a Jamaican lottery scam story. Uh, yes, my mother-in-law, she's since passed away, but uh, a number of years ago, she was elderly and got something in the mail and uh, replied to it and put her cell phone number on there. And mm. they called and told her if she sent in so much in f- uh, fees and whatnot, um, she would become eligible for lottery winnings. Well, as it turned out, she, the scammer was even using her as a conduit for scamming other individuals where they would FedEx money to her and she would go over to Western Union and wire it to Jamaica. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, she got deep in that, didn't she? Yeah, uh, my wife went and talked to an attorney. She was afraid that she was going to have to make restitution, but she didn't profit from the enterprise, so she was a, um, I forgot what the term is. Uh, unwitting. Unwitting. Yes. <laughs> uh, Duke. Uh, Duke. <laughs> anyway, oh, and uh, we finally got it corrected, but uh, it was, we don't know how much money she lost. Okay. Now, I understand there was a settlement with Western Union, but uh, we don't have any of the paperwork, so we're mm-hmm. not going to be able to collect on oh, that. Wow. Yeah, and, and, and another thing here, you know, when people ask you to wire money, your bank can wire money. Like, wh- always kind of a- ask, there's, there's a lot of elements to this story, and always ask, why is it, why are they doing it this way instead of that way? Mm-hmm. You know, why are they asking me to go to a Western Union, which probably charges a lot more than your bank for a wire? Why are, you know, and, a, and a, this is what a bank does. They can do this fine for you. Um, I had another the, instance where my grandmother wanted to get some money to wire and um, my aunt and uncle kept telling her said this is a scam this doesn't sound right but when she went to the bank the teller asked her and said "Uh, what do you want all this money for and she says oh i want to you know this type of sweepstakes and she said don't you know that's a scam and she said it is (laughs) yeah i I mean that's another thing listen to her own relatives that's another thing if you you go to the bank i mean they see this stuff all the time and they hear these stories all the time and and also just ask yourself why have they chosen me like why did the jamaican lottery call your mother-in-law and say hey we need you to be our representative in brookhaven mississippi like like is is that like is that a career people are aspiring to you know man sent a check and it bounced and my mother-in-law asked her daughter my wife to see about proceeding uh, collection action on it and she started to but um well, anyway. Yeah, that wouldn't go anywhere. 
<laughs> right. It wouldn't. I mean, it, it's a scam. And it sounds like the scammers are all talking to each other and targeting your mother-in-law. I mean, well, I hate that. God rest her soul. sell sucker list. Yes. Oh, for real. But uh, we were just talking about the two groups that are being hit the hardest are going to be uh, our senior citizens. Mm-hmm. And because they might be slipping a little bit and not notice these things, uh, maybe they come from a simpler age or have not had the experience before. And then our younger people, because they're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to catch them and they're on the fly and things like that happen. With older people, um, there are services now to help uh, your grown children monitor some of that and keep you from doing some right. of those things mm-hmm. so that you can have alerts on your account. If there's some charge over a certain amount, then uh, that other person who is helping will be able to see that and can make a phone call and say, okay, mom, dad, um, are you sure this is what you want to do? And also, um, if you if you've been scammed or you think you've been scammed, um, there is a um, attorney general's office. You can always mm-hmm. call um, the number and let them know about particular mm-hmm. scams or this phone number, and they'll put it out there. The number to call is 601-359-4230 or 1-800-281-4418 if you're in Mississippi. And that's the Consumer Protection Division of the attorney general's office. Do they keep a list of scams? I or believe they. Of course us? they do because we got. <laughs> Here we do have a list, but you know it's way more than this. Uh, I don't because know if you'll it's ever. constantly evolving. Exactly, there's something new yeah. happening all the time. And we were talking off. Uh, thank you, uh, Paul, for yeah, giving us you. a call so much. And uh, hopefully, uh, like again, God bless your mother, rest her soul. I but, hope it's not genetic. That's yeah. the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe everyone learned from her and keep uh, an eye out. Exactly, but I do like what you said, um, Nancy. Uh, on Everyday Tech, we talk about that. There are things that you can do to protect yourself as far as your accounts, mm-hmm. phones, and things like that, Be alerts. And you mm-hmm. just have to know what to ask for and how to set and, it up. And I just recently did an alert on one of my credit card accounts. I'd never done it before because I had a problem mm-hmm. and had to change the number. So that made me say... I should be paying attention. And, of course, then what happened is I'm seeing charges I don't recognize that are really mine. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the things we always advocate. You know, the the first thing you need to do is is know your financial situation very well. And you keep an eye. You know, you don't have to obsess over it, but keep an eye on your accounts. Know what you expect your bank account balance to be. Know what you expect your transactions to be. And so when you see something unusual, it'll really stand out to you. And that, I mean, that's going to protect you from other people trying trying to get your money and also like the the side of you that spends too much money trying to get True. too much of your money so and, and again if anyone calls and ask you for your account number and routing number over the phone? Just say no. Never. I don't even feel comfortable if it's legit. I actually feel leery when I'm also saying Also, just, I don't, man, I don't know my account number. Like, what are you talking about? Or, I, like you said, hang that? up. Or you said, you're, um, who was, you were saying someone's, your mother in law or somebody said, uh, I've already gotten a call. Thank you. You know, if someone uh, calls she, you for something. She just, she just basically lies and says, I already did that. And then they're <laughs> really flummoxed. I like the one that you asked them questions. I told Liz yesterday, hi, what's your name? Okay, what's your phone number? 
your email address. If you start questioning them, they will immediately hang up because they're like, why are you questioning me? Like you Mm -hmm. said earlier, ask questions. Why are you doing this this way? Why am I being chosen to be the Jamaican Mm -hmm. spokesperson or how did I win this lottery? Now, something else I'm hearing from a lot of folks, we have these do not call registries Mm -hmm. and uh, you can now sign up with your cell phone numbers. But I'm hearing complaints from people saying it's not working. And one of the reasons it's not working is because... They're scams. They are scams. And they're obviously they not following the, the law. Um, but we've even mm. had a problem in my house with uh, phone calls coming through that we block the number, and they just get one number different so that they, they can then right come back. through and call back. We said they're getting slicker and slicker. They are. And we we also talked about the scammers are very intelligent. If they could use that for good, they can get a great job and be millionaires really? for real, legitimately. They uh, they really take a lot of time, especially the ones that create those fake websites. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, these guys or women, they have these great skills to develop websites that look just like a legitimate website, and you don't want to do that for real, you know, and Get mm-hmm. paid for it for real? I don't understand that. I just don't understand why people want to, you know, uh, live in that world of negativity. I don't know. We're going to go back to the phone lines and speak with Charles from Jackson. Good morning, Charles. Hello. How are you all this morning? Good, Good morning. Great. You have a comment? Hey, I have a comment. It's kind of it's going to be kind of interesting, I think. And you all will come on it. Before. I would like to hear. One is that you know we talk about scam a lot. It's like like you you're discussing right now. You know, someone uh, calling on the phone and doing something that you don't, you're not, you're not quite clear on what they're doing and they want financial gain. Well, well you know, if we take the definition of, of scam, it speaks about being dishonest. Well, how does this word scam as relates late, as to public policy? If we have people in office that's supporting policy that is, and they're being dishonest about what it actually means. And then, you know, then the people that end up losing in this deal is going to be the public. So, you know, how do, how, how do you talk talk about that a little bit and as relates to scam is being dishonest? Well, I just think voters need to pay attention to the issues. And I think it's important as citizens that we educate ourselves so that we can see through that and vote appropriately. Right. So, I, I mean, there's I feel like I've said a couple of things going on here uh, several times during this show. But one is, you know, you, you see this a lot of times. You see somebody getting a large contract for something um, and, and there's, you know, they could have gotten that through connections, but also in this. This is in a way that re- relates more to individuals that uh, we're usually speaking to. Um, kind of, they they have this high pressure sales, and when there's when there's a large amount of money at stake. Um, so when you know you're talking about you know large government contracts, you know these public works projects, these big new ideas. There's a large when you're talking about government money, you're talking about huge amounts of money all at once, and that's why that's why it really entices people to come in and just and just for any any sort of way they can finagle that money. But you're also talking about high pressure sales to individuals. You know, you see it a lot. Some of this is is not exactly a scam. You know, if somebody's selling you, say, an insurance policy, that's actually just a terrible deal. It's not a scam. It's just a terrible deal. Right. If somebody's well, trying to sell you, if they're not honest about what, uh, right. what are the issues in the contract, right? They don't disclose all of it. And that. there's all sorts of stuff. I mean, I know this 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 list goes more into it, but 
but there's things like you know debt repayment sort of things, um, debt consolidation things, all all of these sort of things. You know, they they're targeting people who one don't have the knowledge uh, to know better, um, two are in a stressful situation. Uh, so so you know they have a. They have a need, and, and and they're like, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna take care of that for you. And they put on a lot of pressure on the sale, and uh, that that's how that they take advantage of individuals. So, so kind of one of the things I was looking at earlier was uh, scams, kind of uh, by age. You know, who falls victim to what scams? And it was some of them were kind of amusing. Um, of course, uh, millennials, uh, young people, a lot of their big concerns are uh, with their debts. Um, and with get, kind of getting started in life. So you see a lot of like student loan consolidation scams, that mm-hmm. sort of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, cryptocurrencies, there's a lot of scams in that area now, and a lot of places are banning those ads because of that. Um, later in life, people fall victim to uh, timeshare scams because, mm-hmm. you know, you start building your family and you're like, you know what, we want a, a place to vacation <laughs> to. And timeshares, even legitimate ones, are often a <laughs> bad deal. Um, later in life, you get things like dating scams. Yes. Uh, once that family is no longer, and then um, and then uh, elderly people falling victim to identity theft just because they have, you know, they've they've lived this long life. They have a, there's a ton of information mm-hmm. out there about it. It's mm-hmm. a lot easier to um, to trap them in identity theft. All right. Well, we're going to take another quick break, and when we get back, we're going to continue our discussion on scams. Now we want to hear from you, and we're taking your general finance questions. The number to call is one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We're going to come back and go to Jackson, Memphis, and Osaka when we get back. You guys stay with us. This is MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Money Talks. Now, we've, today we've been talking about scams, and we've had a lot of great calls. I'm Michelle McAdoo filling in for Kevin Farrell as he's on to the, do the spelling bee. It starts at 10 o'clock, and it'll be live on MPB television. Okay, so we're here with Nancy and Ryder, and we're talking about scams. We've had a lot of great calls telling yeah. us about mm-hmm. different scams people have gone through and parents and family and friends. And we, Our phone lines are lit up. We're going to go back to the phones and go to Memphis now and speak with Wilma. Good morning, Wilma. Good morning. I've got a question. I moved last week, and yesterday I went online to usps.gov to change my address. Mm -hmm. I answered all the questions, old address, new address, and then they wanted a credit card number. Why on earth would they want a credit card number? 
So I've actually done that one recently, and I'm I'm pretty sure the one if you do it online, they charge like a dollar or right, something. Yeah. And also, they do use it partly for identity verification. Um, if you're uncomfortable with this, you can also go to the post office in person, um, and you can also, I believe, you can online just request a packet, which gives you the same. Um, you, you can change your address with, but they just they just mail a packet to your new oh, address. Okay. And you well, sort I'll, that I'll out. just go to the post office, but it it just threw me for a loop when it wanted a credit card number. Yeah, and it did not say why. Yeah. yeah, that 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 is a little weird that they don't say why. They should be a little more aware that people are being wary of that. That's a great catch by you. That, thanks so much for that call. Yes. Okay. Well, thanks for your answer. Thank you, Good, Wilma. Show. All right. Bye. Good deal. Thank you for calling in. Next, we'll go to let's see, Kathleen, our friend Kathleen from Osaka. Good morning, Kathleen. Oh, are you ready? <laughs> we <laughs> are ready. For, I'm booked for bear. Oh. When you go to Lowe's and you make a cash sale, they want your phone number. You do not have to give them that. That's Two, true. when people call you and go, hey, Kathleen, what are you up to? I just thought I'd call and check on you today. And you know you ain't got no young man calling you. <laughs> Question that. Because sometimes they'll say, uh, yeah, uh, Kathleen, we're returning your call. <laughs> I didn't call Call you. And sometimes they'll say, we're selling Dan, for instance. Well, I gave him a good one. I said, well, I'm paraplegic. This isn't funny. Why are you calling me? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> they gone. They hung up. <laughs> yeah. I, Kathleen, I I don't even answer phone calls if I don't recognize the number. I, I mean, I just, if, if people actually want to reach me, they can leave a message and I'll call them back. But, I mean, most of the time I'm just too busy anyway. Right. But, I mean, for exactly things he like that. He doesn't answer my phone they, calls. Uh, <laughs> no. I have your no- You never call me, Nancy. <laughs> so we didn't need to have all this on the radio. Guys, guys, we, we are in the public. <laughs> no, um, but, but, I mean, that that's the thing. You know, just just don't answer calls that you don't know. Well, I think, Kathleen... Well, I don't have an ID on my downstairs phone, which oh, doesn't help. Oh, I just don't answer the phone. <laughs> well, uh, Kathleen is obviously a suspicious person, and yeah. I think it pays to be a yeah, little suspicious in this environment. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. That's it's absolutely. better to be suspicious in 2018 than just uh, gullible, yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah. again, stay on alert, uh, Kathleen. Yeah. Stay just, on alert. Just like our last caller. A exactly. little bit of suspicion goes a long way. Thank you for your comment. We're going to move now to, let's see, uh, Mara in Jackson. Good morning, Mara. Good morning. Um, I'm so glad y'all are doing this show this morning because for the last probably five or so years, um, there's been a scam that's going around, uh, a utility bill scam, Ooh. and I work for Energy Mississippi. I'm their spokesperson. Okay. And the scam has started up again this week, and it's not just with Energy, but it also has affected a lot of the other electric utilities or gas utilities in the state. But it's the same scam. They try to pull on everyone. And basically, what they do is they're calling small businesses, especially restaurants, or um, or houses or homes, individual people, and they put pressure on whoever answers the phone by telling them that their electric service or their gas service is going to be cut off, typically within mm-hmm. an hour, if they don't immediately pay a past due amount on their bill. Mm. 
So um, obviously, uh, people may not have paid their bill that month, or it may it, or they it, may forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or you have you know so, two people in the household, one pays the bill and the other one does Doesn't not, know. and they don't mm-hmm. know. Oh, and that and that's huge pressure for a restaurant. You call a restaurant yeah. up like right before the lunch hour, <laughs> they will give At you whatever they you want. Plus, they have a ton of cash laying around. But you know, I like what you said earlier. Knowing what's going on, keeping abreast of your uh, bills and your um, what you've paid out, you know immediately that that's yeah. a scam. And and a great thing with the utility bill, y- you know, well, I mean, in a business, you might not be dealing with the person the who ma- pays right. the bills, but you can say, okay, you know, that's great. Thank you so much. I'm just going to give you a call back in a minute. Exactly. Um, you know, and then that you call sort of the thing. Utility right. company. And, and, yeah. so, exactly. and so whenever somebody is calling, we've talked about this a little bit, whenever someone's calling and claiming to be from a legitimate company, claiming to be from Entergy, just be like, hey, let me let me just get your name so I know who mm-hmm. I was talking to. Um, do y'all have a case number on this that I need to reference? Mm-hmm. And what's the phone number I need to call back? But, and then make sure you call back the correct number. Yes, that not means the you, number they you need you. to also um, make sure you choose a number objectively and don't use the number they give you on the phone right. or the number that they put in an email because it's a fake number. Yeah, That's right. Thank you. That's very much key to yeah. this one because they're able to spoof the energy name will show up on your caller ID. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that happens with some of our other utilities mm-hmm. as well. So it's important to just hang up and call back the number yeah. that's on your mm-hmm. bill from Entergy exactly. or on the Entergy website uh, just to make sure that it's legitimate and never, ever, ever give them, um, you know, pay them over the phone or buy some of those. They typically want you to buy those money pack or green dot or some kind of third party card yeah, that's and ridiculous. transfer money on that. And once you do that, that money is gone. Yep. And you should know. And I mean, anyone should know if you're going to pay your utility bill, it's going straight to energy. So you wouldn't have to right. go through a third party or yeah. anything and, to pay yeah. a bill. And, and that lines up with another one. We mentioned uh, people calling, saying they're from a fire police department yeah. saying, oh, so and so. I mean, they'll know a lot lot about you. I mean, this one is a scary scam. I have a I have a friend, he, very very smart guy, um, but he got suckered into the almost got suckered into this scam just because they knew so much about him mm. and his friends. They referenced like one of his said named his best friend's wife and said, "Oh, you know, she's you know we've just picked her up uh, for such and such. Um, you need to wire you know two hundred fifty dollars." Um, you know, we're calling from the Hines County Sheriff, this, that, and the other. And he, I mean, he was smart. He kept asking them questions, and they answered them. Um, but then what he realized, the ridiculous thing, was they were asking for, like, a um, a money gram or a Western Union yeah, transfer. And no he sense. was just like, it was just like, why are you not, why are you asking me to go to a CVS to wire you the money <laughs> when... Y'all have a courthouse. Exactly. You have, you ha- you know, so, so, I mean, that was just, I mean, one small thing. And then he hung up the phone and then called his best friend's wife and she answered. Right. So, She's so not it wasn't really a lot of a problem. <laughs> but that's that sort of high pressure thing. Mm-hmm. Someone is claiming to be from a legitimate institution. They know a lot about you. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to, you have to disconnect and, mm-hmm. and see if you can reach them in another mm-hmm. way and, and just use another route to verify right. that call. Well, That's a great you. call. Thank yeah, you so thank much. Thank you, Mara. Absolutely. And I, I don't know if y'all have mentioned this, but it's important that 
if you think you've been scammed, to contact the proper authorities. Yes, we have the number. I'll give that out again. The Attorney General's number to call is a Customer Protection Division of the Attorney General's Office. It's 1-800-281-4418 or 601-359-4230. Thank you, Mara. We're going to go next to Sue Ellen and the Natchez Trace. Good morning, Sue Ellen. Good morning. And I just wanted to talk about the computer scam when your computer, you're sitting at your PC and it's taken over completely and you're locked out and it Mm -hmm. gives you a phone number to call. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't call it because that lets them into your computer. So you get uh, so uh, if something comes up, and we're going to talk about um, this Sue, Sue tomorrow. Ellen, have you have you have you fallen uh, prey to this scam? I'm, I'm curious. No, I did not. I did not call because I everybody was a. I have a Microsoft account, uh-huh. and I know not to do that. But it's happened twice in the last two years. Wow! And it's very. It's, it makes a loud noise, and they keep repeating. Mm-hmm. And you simply cannot and, unfreeze and your screen. What What you did you do to, in that situation? You call Microsoft, at least I have a Microsoft account. Mm-hmm. You don't have one, you'll get one pretty quickly. They will then get inside your computer for Microsoft and they will remove that. Mm. Okay, that's Very a good. great point. You know, mm-hmm. call call your tech support. Exactly. You know, your, your tech, tech support, support, you know. Right. Um, and they'll be able to exactly. give you much better advice. Now, you than mentioned something, uh, Sue Ellen. You said, what if they didn't have tech support and you get this on your computer and you think it's, oh my God, something's wrong with my computer and you do call this number? Well, I think you do. Once you call tech support, if you are asking them to get inside your computer, you will have to set up an account. Okay. Right, but I mean, the key thing is don't, don't call the call number them. on don't the screen. <laughs> go, go find someone else to tell you the real <laughs> number. And that's uh, and, uh, those are ransomware, also. I believe. Ransomware. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's what that yeah. is. So, so listen to yeah. Everyday Tech tomorrow. Right. Y'all we're going to be talk, discussing that more. Well, we're going to talk about that and some other things. But I am definitely going to um, and that's a this. and that's so a rising one. Um, mm-hmm. People have people have yeah. I've heard of that a lot more than lately. One other thing with using your credit card to make uh, large calls, if you will be proactive and call your credit card company before that or before you go out of state or make any transaction out of state, it will keep them from cutting off your credit card while Mm -hmm. they check on that. Right. Oh, that's okay. that's a good point. Very if, good. if you know you're about to do a suspicious transaction, let them yeah. let them know. Well, yes, because if your usual transactions are twenty four dollars at Walmart and you try to buy something out of state for more than a thousand dollars, they're generally going to stop you. Or if you travel out of state and start, you know, putting gas on and going state to state. That will they will stop. I've had I've had them stop both times on that because they want to protect themselves because you know they're they're not going to get paid for those. Yeah. And then if you're traveling, it takes them a while to cut your card back on, and you can be very you know if you don't have cash to travel with, you can be very awkward. So be proactive with your. Thank you, Sue. Ellen from Natchez Trace, you gave her some good pointers there. We're going to take our last break, but when we get back, we still have time for you to get your questions in. The number to call is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or, of course, you can email money at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio.
The information presented on Money Talks is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult a financial advisor or any other qualified professional for guidance about your personal finance questions. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Money Talks. I'm Michelle McAdoo filling in for Kevin Farrell here with Nancy. And we have my friend, Ryder Ryder Taft. (laughs) You had a blank, right? I did have a blank. It can happen to the best of us. But, you know, I'm getting up there in my age. A lot of people don't think so. Oh, no, not you. Oh, wow. She she would be surprised, Liz, if I told her. We don't need you appearing vulnerable to scams on the radio. (laughs) No, we don't. And speaking of, we're talking about scams today. We have a a few more phone uh, callers on the phone. um, And we're asking you to give us a call to let us know if you know of any scams out there, if you've been scammed or uh, you know of any ones that you want to let people know about so people can be aware. And that's what we're talking about, being aware. Uh, We talk about on Everyday Tech every week, knowing, being knowledgeable, uh, protecting your credit cards, protecting your bank accounts, uh, putting alerts on your credit cards and your accounts. Also, emails. We talked about that off um, mm-hmm. off air. When someone sends you an email and it looks suspicious or it doesn't look suspicious, but it's from someone and they're saying certain things that they normally don't say, it could be from someone else that that duplicated your friend's email and now they're trying to get information. And um, as we talked about before, these usually happen when we're busy and even the most astute person can get caught just because you're trying to do three or four things at once and you're not paying attention Mm -hmm. and suddenly your information is taken from you. And it's so hard to rectify it. Yes. It's easier to put an alert on your credit card, put an alert on your account and things like that, or use the uh, prepaid loadable cards, reloadable cards. I like that idea. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to worry about that. I do that and I actually feel better about doing it. Uh, We're going to go back to the phone lines and speak with Linda. She's been waiting patiently. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. Hi. You have a question or comment for us? I have a comment. I'm getting an echo. Um, talking with you. Okay, well, we don't hear it on our side. <laughs> you sound mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, several years ago, I was trying to get my um, nephew a computer online, mm-hmm. and uh, they told me that I needed to send $200. And what happened? Hello? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. keep, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? I sent the $200, and I also included shipping charges. What happened, uh, of course, it was a scam. So uh, I tried to call them back, and uh, I couldn't get in touch with them. But however, I called the attorney general. Uh, What these people did was uh, they moved to another, they moved to Canada. And uh, the attorney general sent me a letter saying that uh, they can't do anything when something is out of the jurisdiction of the United States. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, it reminds and, me of, uh, you know, uh, sometimes when you go in the kitchen and you flip the light on and the roaches scatter. (laughs) Um, That's what happens with these scammers, and that's why it's so important for you to report everything. Yes. Um, And the problem, I think, that the Attorney General's office would say is as soon as you report one and spotlight that, Mm. then another one is popping up. So you have to always be cautious about those. Well, and if we... They move to another... uh, I mean... They don't stay in, in exactly. The, uh, right. They, they move to somewhere else. Yeah, they yeah. they head back into the shadows. Yes. So and, and and that harkens back to an earlier call uh, where someone said their their mother in law was being used as a conduit. So e- they don't even have to move abroad. They just have some you know unsuspecting person funneling them money. So she was gathering money from other people who had been scammed and forwarding, and she was the one sending it out of the country. Uh, you don't have to you don't have to physically move if you can convince someone to do that for you. Exactly. And we're going to go over some basic advice, some tips uh, for people to think about um, if you've gotten scammed or you think you're going to get scammed. Uh, best Number one is listen to your inner voice. Very, very, I say that's the main one. Your intuition, your sense, your, some people say yeah. it's your spirit or whatever you well, want to call it. With all of these, there's going to be something weird. And I mean, mm-hmm. a, a lot of them, uh, I mean, a lot of them certainly on the list mm-hmm. and are, are things where someone gives you money and mm-hmm. then you have to give money back. Just think, is there a normal transaction where you have to like just sitting, sit around trading mm-hmm. dollars? Like mm-hmm. I don't go to work and give my coworker $5 and then get $5 back right. in 10 minutes like that that just doesn't happen you don't you don't go to the grocery store and like pay for your groceries but then like wait for the person behind you to give you two dollars back like it doesn't happen and so when you when when that's the arrangement going on like that's weird and that should tip you off and another thing a big one is don't be embarrassed or ashamed if it happens if it happens it happens yes, and do something about as it. i the, said the earlier it can you, happen mm-hmm. to somebody who is who's very savvy but just because you're Absolutely. Busy and it just happens. Right. Well, Money Talks is a production of MPB Think Radio and is funded in part by generous financial support of our listeners. To hear today's show or previous shows, visit mpbonline.org slash money talks. You can also download the MPB public media app and listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Today's show was produced by Liz Gill. Our phone screener was Java Chapman. For Nancy Lotrich Anderson and Ryder Taft, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Up next is in legal terms and join us next Tuesday at 9 for Money Talks only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.